All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the shock of, oh, yeah, there's not much. Wait a minute. All right. Here we go. I'm ready now. <laughs> Trying not to oh, laugh, dude, man. This this episode is just going to be yeah. It, it really. <laughs> I think we both we both may have a couple of surprises for each other. Yeah. Here <clears> we <throat> go. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast. We're already starting. Yep. Where, where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I am Mark Davis, and I am here with Seth Ford. How are you, Seth? I, I am having my fancy tickled <laughs> by, by the joy that we are about to about to feel over uh, going over the, <laughs> what we have in store for you today on Lyrics to Go. Oh, my Christ. All right. There are many ways we could start this, but we're just going to, I think... Pretty much jump right into it. Uh, you know, when you do this sort of thing, when you do a podcast like this and you're talking about questionable and iffy lyrics, there are a couple bands that jump, you know, straight to the front of your mind. Um, I am a, I consider myself a liberal person and there are a couple of people who are just at, against the core of my ethic values <laughs> and... And my belief system. We have landed squarely on one of those human beings today. Yes, with uh, Theodore Nugent, uh, Ted Nugent, and his song uh, Wango Tango uh, from the album Scream Dream. Um, no. <laughs> now, I mean, I, of course, like I think most Americans, I remember Ted Nugent uh, and his music before I knew Ted Nugent, the person. Um, if you are somehow living under a rock and you don't know much about Ted Nugent. He is a um a super right wing uh conservative uh and he also uh is an amazing guitarist. Uh he's a so so singer I'd say. Yeah. Um but he's kinda like um if you took Don Imus and fed him a bunch of uh bathtub crank. Yeah. If and, you gave him bath salts. Uh, yeah and then yeah. and then he was brought up by, uh, I don't know, wolves <laughs> that liked cocaine. <laughs> that works. That were, yes, that even works though also. ironically enough, let's give him credit here. Ted Nugent uh, famously uh, does not like drugs or alcohol. Yeah, you know? yeah. He he I, he does one of those things where he, um, you know, prides himself on the fact that he's of like clean mind. Mm -hmm. um, but you wouldn't have picked any of that up uh, just seeing him in you know in the media. Meaning the albums, you know, on television, maybe occasionally, you know, on the radio or seen the the album covers. You wouldn't have picked any of that up from, you know, the way he presented himself in the 1970s and early 80s. I mean, for instance, the the cover of Scream Dream is him with guitars for hands uh, naked in a loincloth screaming at the camera. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't have picked any of that up. Yeah, and then of course later on he you know famously shot an arrow 
a flaming arrow. Yes. Inside of, I believe it was inside of a uh, an arena. Arena. Yeah. Well, actually, he did that quite a few times. That was a big. You know, he's uh, he was into that. He he was known for pretty insane live shows. Of course. There was uh, Van Halen swinging across on a cord in the Panama video, which we've talked about previously, but he also did that. That was a common part of his show is that there was a, a rope that he swang on uh, from, you know, all around the stage at his shows. From what I've been told, and I've never actually been to a Ted Nugent concert, and I will say this, Mark, I'm not a fan of the human being. No. But I do have to say that from a young age, I always thought the music interesting at the least. Yes. Another one of those guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know. And uh, we've talked a couple times uh, here about um, the musicians from a different time. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is definitely one of them. Yes. Um, but, I mean, even moving into current times... Um, you know, he had his own show on VH1 called Surviving Nugent, mm -hmm. um, which uh, different people who were not used to the uh, the backwoods way of life, like Tila Tequila. Oh, did she go on there? Uh, yes. Oh who also ended up saying that she was like a, a a Nazi sympathizer. Are you kidding? At some point. No. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I think she's gone crazy. Um, As if she wasn't before. Well, more yeah. crazy. Yeah. So uh, they did different activities like... Um, skinning animals and things like that. Yeah, I grew up somewhat at the time what was rural Florida, so that's not you know completely out of the. <clears throat> it's that's not out of the out of the norm for me. I've seen plenty of animals, you know, deer and and pigs cleaned for barbecues and for for cooking and 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 for survival. Uh, that's not completely unusual. The fact that Ted Nugent revels in these things and just pushes you know, <clears throat> and pushes this whole survivalist attitude to the forefront of his personality and to uh, and to others. And it seems to be, you know, like uh, he takes such great pride in it is odd to me because a lot of people that I grew up with that, that did do these things, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't the forefront of their personality. It was just what they did. Right. You know, and that 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 part of Ted Nugent definitely rubs me the wrong way. Um, you know, God bless God bless you if you want to go out there and you want to get your your food from a natural source. I completely understand that. It's just that he waves it as such an annoying flag over his head, you know that yeah. uh, you know like, oh, how dare you want to go to the grocery store and eat chicken? I like chicken, right? right. And I don't want to have to go out and kill one to eat it, you know. Right. So I'm. I, does that make me a bad person? Well, maybe to Ted Nugent it does, but this is a guy who's so reviled that he actually played a uh, a Miami Vice villain. Yes, uh, in he an did. episode of Def called "Definitely Miami," um, and uh, one of his songs called "Angry Young Man" was featured in the episode. And of course, he's, he's surprise, surprise. He's been on Fox News a bunch. Well, um, you know, surely, so. surely making his way over to Newsmax and Onan and Parlor. Uh, given the circumstances these days, yes, I'm sure he's on his way there if he hasn't gone there already. Correct, yeah. Um, so uh, today we are talking about the song. Of, now there, of course, are many songs that I'm sure we could have done. Yeah. Um, but the first one I think that popped into my head, and as soon as I said it, you were like, "That's it." Yeah. Was Wango Tango? Absolutely. Um, Wango Tango is a very, very. It's um. <laughs> How are you gonna how are you gonna sum this one up, Mark? How are you gonna do that? Well, it's 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 un, it's going under the guise of being a dance craze, mm -hmm. 
but that dance craze is having sex. Yes. Well, you could go back to the beginnings of rock and roll to say that well, rock and roll and dancing are absolutely. all just, you know, uh, just And I think I feel like he was almost trying for... to like re reinvent the wheel here. He was trying to take that and maybe even try and make Wango Tango. Like he swung a, for the fences on this one. He definitely. really did. Yeah. yeah, he did the whole Babe Ruth pointing out into the field. He did. Um, uh, one thing that I love, a couple facts I love about this song. It peaked at number 86 on the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, it's still one of his best known songs. Mm. It is a staple at his live shows, but it only hit number 86. Now, look, have I ever had a song that hit number 86? No, no, <clears throat> but I think I'm prouder of any song that I've ever done <laughs> or ever had any hand in than I would be of Wango Tango. I'm glad that I didn't write Wango Tango. Yes, I'm glad that <laughs> every glad. day of my life I'm, I'm going to wake I up. I don't hate it. I don't. It's not like you know a song that I hate. And you know, and I come from a time when you know we didn't know the intricacies of of Ted Nugent. We didn't know the Ted that we know today. We just knew him as a crazy guy who yeah. liked to play guitar and dress up in a loincloth and shoot arrows live at concerts. And you know, from just knowing that about him, shit, maybe you'd want to go. Check out a Ted Nugent show, you know, and what's what is your first expo? I'm using the wrong word. I don't want to say exposure to Ted. What was the first <laughs> guy in a loin? What was your first exposure with this guy in a loincloth? No, what was your first? What what do you remember first when you remember? Uh, well, you know, Ted Nugent? like I me- like I mentioned, I remember hearing Stranglehold. That's and, the first song I remember, and uh, and stuff like that. But when I really think of Ted Nugent. When I think of peak Nugent that I hate, the Nuge, mm-hmm. you know what I think of? What? Damn Yankees. I remember okay. the video for High Enough <laughs> mm-hmm. where he is wearing, and I think I may have talked about this on the No Nonsense Trivia podcast at some point. Mm-hmm. He's wearing, I believe, like zebra striped yes. chaps. Yes, he is. And he's doing this thing that I can't stand, which is open mouth gum chewing. Okay. He's playing a solo. <laughs> I don't remember just, that, but. He's just. <laughs> and he's got those Oakleys on that were big at the time. Knowing what we know about him now, this fits the mold. Oh, dude, trust me. I yeah. mean, for anybody that listens to that watches football at all, he's like Pete Carroll of guitar. Yeah. He's just like laughing at himself and smiling so <laughs> smug, chewing gum with an open mouth. Yeah. And, you know, it's he's one of those people where you can sit there and say, well, when you're that good... You can be cocky. Yeah. But I just cannot fucking... It just... It irks me in every way a man can be irked. Um, I would be remiss before we started getting into the lyrics here if I did not mention um, the the Wango Tango Music Festival. Do you know about this? I've never heard of it. So there was a music festival called Wango Tango. He was paid $100,000. Uh, the, the festival was not called Wango Tango. Okay. It was the Muskegon Summer Celebration. Oh. They had to pay him $100,000. Wow. He claimed that his reputation and career were damaged by the cancellation of a 2003 concert at the event, Wood TV in Mm -hmm. Grand Rapids. Do you know why it was canceled? I have no idea. The concert was canceled after Nugent used a racial slur during a radio interview. You're, You're kidding. Nugent admitted using the word, but he testified Tuesday it was in the context of quoting an African American musician who was complimenting him. Mm. I didn't look up to see what the quote was. I don't want to know. 
I think we all probably have a pretty good we idea of what word was used. Yeah, we don't need to know. Um, but uh, yeah, so for him to use that word, and then his set gets canceled, and he uh, he then goes on to sue them because he was damaged uh, because they canceled him for using a a, a racial slur, an epithet. Yes, yeah. yes. So if if you need to know what kind of person Ted Nugent is, I think it's pretty right there. This is a complete shock knowing that this came from the same man who called for the death of Obama. Right. You know, I mean, just how could you, Ted? <laughs> Shocker. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, right, we... let's try and let's try and look back on the the fond Ted that we, the, with fond with some sort of fondness with the uh, the Ted that we knew before we knew the Ted that we know. And I might be wrong here, but I have a feeling that we're going to go pretty quick through until we get to the break. <laughs> we are. Um, I so... still this, it, it just when we get to the part that we're talking about, it brings me such joy. Now, this is what's funny <laughs> is when when I brought this song up to, to Seth, he's like, yeah. And I was like looking through because I was looking through and I was like, these are pretty tame. And it wasn't until I get to the break um, that and I read the lyrics to Seth that he was like, oh, yeah. But I think he might have been on his phone kind of like not paying attention, heartedly listening. So then I I come out of the bathroom and he's like, this episode's going to be quick. And then then he got (laughs) then he got to the part. Wait. um, yeah. Okay. Never mind. This is going to be a long one. I mean, not to mention the fact that we could take up three episodes just talking about Ted Nugent himself. Yeah, we could do other Nugent songs. We're not right, but you know. Yeah. Uh, all right, it's Z Wango Z Tango, and this is where he tries to shoot for that Latin flair. I'm thinking, right? Z Wango yeah. Z Tango. One two three four. Or maybe come the on, German boys. flair. It's time to Wango. Mm. Um, verse one. My baby, she liked to rock. My baby, she liked to roll. Mm-hmm. All tropes we've heard. My baby, she can dance all night. My baby got no control. What do you think he means by dance? Uh, well, I mean, at this point, let's just take him at his word. Okay. Let's just it's say, early. Let's it's just early say in the that song. She can dance. Right. Maybe she's a maybe she's a stripper. Mm. Uh, you know, maybe she's just uh, maybe. Excuse me, maybe she just likes to boogie. <laughs> Early on, I'm already, you know I'm already getting gats from this. <laughs> she do the Wango Tango. Mm. My baby, she can scream and shout. My baby, she can move it out. My baby, she can take a chance. My baby got a brand new dance. Women were probably taking a chance getting on the Nugent tour bus. <laughs> You're taking a chance being within a 100-mile <laughs> radius. Of Ted Nugent, a lot whether of... it be hit by flaming arrow oh, or yeah. being sexually groped, right? Um, yeah, being both around purposefully him. and you know he could be swinging by and the loincloth flew up. Let me tell you the kind of guy that Ted Nugent is, and this is this is not from any story I've heard. This is purely speculation. He's the kind of guy that would like be uh, would like inappropriately touch a woman, and then his defense would be, "I can have any woman I want. Why would I touch her?" Is that not like? Could you not hear those? I think words there's probably a one hundred percent chance that that's probably happened. I would be surprised if it did not happen. Yeah, I, for what it's worth, she can move. How it, dare she not want me to touch she her? She can move it out. I don't know what that means. It's early in the song, Mark. Yeah, it's early. Uh, even we might even be able to figure it know, out at the end. I still don't know what "move it out" means. Mm. I, um. Anyway, the chorus. Uh. I mean. Just a very wordy chorus here. Wango tango, wango tango. It's a wango tango. Ooh, yeah. Baby. 
you're not going to get much more in the second verse. My baby liked to rock. My baby liked to roll. My oh. baby liked to dance all night. Come on, that's substance, Mark. She got no control. She do. Wango tango. Mm-hmm. Wango tango. Wango tango. <laughs> Excuse me. You. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now we got uh, baby, baby, baby. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm wait sorry. A minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, how can I miss it? This is where this is where we have liftoff. Yes. This is where the Saturn V <laughs> begins to break the sound barrier. Yes. This is where we go. Yes. It starts Full with thrusters. yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's where it it's starts. A big one. Yeah. Baby, baby, baby. Ooh, I like the way you look, baby. You look like you're made for me, honey. Mm. If you want to take a little chance. <laughs> And the fact that he has to say that he she's taking a chance is almost like it's a Russian roulette of STDs. Right. <laughs> it kind of is. It's like, and, and, right. and he's not wrong. Honey, there's one in the chamber here. You just got to figure out which one it is. Pick a letter A through C and we'll see what kind of hepatitis we can give exactly. you. Like, you know, if if you want to take a chance, like a chance, as soon, if you take nothing else from this show in general... If someone tells you that having sex or being with them in any kind of close relationship and they refer to it as taking a chance, run. <laughs> Just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> there's there's a there's a, I could defend this, Mark. I could say that, Please. you know, uh, you know, you're taking that in the past songwriters have implied that you are taking a chance on me. You're taking a chance on, you know, what could, uh, you know, the, the possibilities. Are you going to waste your time with me? But this is Ted Nugent we're talking about. Well, here. So it, so if we want to get into the he's a loaded here, gun and I'll try and make this quick because this episode I can already tell is going to run long. It's we're not in, even a quarter Abba's, way through the song yeah, in Abba's hit song. Take a chance on me. Right. Would be actually be another great episode to do. To okay. Be honest yeah. With you. So oh, I'd we'll love to do an Abba song. Yeah. But in that, they're talking about a relationship. It's like yes. Like if if you're gonna take your time to be with someone, why not me? This is take a chance. I guess like to enjoy yourself. Yeah. But the put take yourself a chance, out there. Maybe I, that's what he was talking about. <laughs> she put it out. Move it out. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna show you a new dance. By the way, also. The second use of the chance dance rhyme scheme. Oh, it's yeah. it's all over the place. Right. The words baby and honey show up way too many times. It's Ted. Um, baby, I got a wango down one time with you, honey. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Seth, guess what? He likes it. He likes it. Hey, he, Mikey. I like it. <laughs> the third verse. Well, it's a brand new dance. Yeah, been sweeping the nation. I said a brand new dance, a rock and roll sensation. I mean, this song is bringing nothing new under the sun. Like no, this, these rhyme schemes are just goes back to grade. Chubby Checker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, just not. Yeah, um, nothing, nothing new under the sun. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. And also, I don't know exactly when he starts describing what Wango Tango is here in a little bit. I'm and I'm just going to tell you now. I'm already apologizing. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's it's a new dance. Um, I mean, it's a it's been around for a little bit. Once again, if you just change out dance with intercourse, it really just makes That's it. What I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, because just... even like the twist was a new thing. Yes, it was, it was a new dance. Come on, everybody. Um, 
yeah, I like it, baby. I do it every night. Mm-hmm. There goes taking a chance on him. Yep. I got to do it because I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, believe it, baby. You see, it's a crazed gyration of the rock generation. It's my motivation to avoid nauseation. Nauseation? 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 Is that even a word? I'm not sure. Nauseation? I'm not sure. I don't know how you, how you pronounce that I think, one. I think it would just is be it nausation? to avoid nausea. No, okay. Yes. It would not <laughs> it be nauseation. Nauseation Na- is nause- not a word. Nauseation. Let's give him that artistic license because it I, is a song. I I, hey, look. And it's Ted. Just, yeah. just pointing it out. Just doing my job. Frustration. Frustration. When I need some lubrication, baby, kind of like goes kind of like this. <laughs> He's from Michigan, so I picture him like walking around with like quarts of 40 weight everywhere he goes. I got lubrication, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I need some lubrication, what? Kind of goes kind of goes like this. Yeah. It's it's the it's a crazy generation and of the rock generation. Nation. Yeah, it's my motivation to avoid the nauseation, nauseation, frustration nausea. when I need some lubrication. Oh, I I don't even want to spend much time trying to figure out what the hell's going on there. Right. I guess he's saying that it's like trying to figure out what's going on in the mind of a dog. You look down and go, "Gee, what are they thinking?" And they're probably just thinking like food, sex, sleep, shit. What it seems like is going on here is he's saying that he has sex to avoid needing some lubrication. <laughs> it's kind of like how I'm I'm reading that, uh, it, but I you know again I don't necessarily want to. Uh, let's get to the let's in the words of James Brown, let's take it to the bridge. It gets better, it really does. Yeah, yeah tell it me about does. it. Yeah, and unlike the uh, the famous uh, the famous phrase, it gets better for the LGBTQ community. This is it gets better, right. but in a bad way. With a grain of salt, <laughs> yes. I want to I want to add that. You take her right ankle out. You take her left ankle out. You get her belly propped down. You get her butt propped up. It's like describing a visit to the gynecologist's office. <laughs> it really is. If that's what your gynecologist <laughs> is doing. Go see another gynecologist. Just, just hope to God he doesn't say it. You know, I mean, he's just. I mean, they use stirrups. They don't have you uh, arc your back like you're uh, in some kind of uh, adult film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, looking good now, baby. Mm. I think you're in the right position, baby. <laughs> just to make this innocuous, I, I just imagine him singing this to himself and doing it to himself. Like, imagine himself, like, propping out his belly. <laughs> And propping himself and then just looking at himself. Ooh, you're doing the right stuff now, baby. When you were first saying that, I was picturing him in the shower with like a shower cap on. He's just singing this to himself. Like scrubbing his ass with a loofah. good now, baby. (laughs) I think you're in the right position, baby. Mm. Yeah, but if you ain't quite ready. Okay. Maybe maybe she's not quite ready. And he's going to be a a gentleman about this. Are we watching the the madman take pause here? (laughs) Are we really? Is that happening? But if you ain't quite ready, I'll make sure everything is a little bit nicer. That you know he cares. What does that mean? I'll make sure everything's a little bit nicer. <laughs> it's the Ted Nugent attempt to be a sensitive man. Well, it's like when a woman says no and a guy is like, "Oh, it's okay." Like that's supposed to like like make everything better make and things yeah. okay. It's like no, I said no. But I, I would like to point out that I think this is the only time in ever in a Ted Nugent song that you would see him like not like aggressively moving forward. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, this is probably it. This he's, is all the sensitivity still, you're getting out of Ted. He's moving forward, just not aggressively. Y- yeah. Well, he's still moving forward, yes. Yeah. Now, I would be remiss if I did not mention with this next line how ironic it is that this word is being used after recording yes. uh, an episode of the No Nonsense Trivia podcast a couple nights ago in which my co-host Lee, with Seth on the episode, pronounced talc as talk. Talk. Um, and here is uh, here is the Motor City Madman's letting you know I'm gonna get a little talcum. I'm gonna borrow it from Malcolm. Malcolm. Who the fuck is Malcolm? Or is it Malcolm? What <laughs> the fuck? What? <sighs> okay, here's the thing. First of all, he's need needed talcum powder so much to. Commit this wango tango right. on some commit poor this. woman, <laughs> and he's I've committed like, wango tango. <laughs> you're wanted on that's, four counts of wango tango. That's how my kids got here, wango. <laughs> you're, you're, you're under arrest for three counts of wango while also tangoing. Um, <laughs> committing wango while tangoed. Um, so he's so used to having to use talcum powder while he wangos, and. He's like, well, I've got to say talcum. And then he's just like, what what rhymes with talcum? Yeah, exactly. I mean, let's 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 just hypothetically say maybe he wrote this while on tour with ACDC. Maybe Malcolm was there. Maybe Malcolm, you know, who knows? But I think it's more what you're thinking that it is. What rhymes money with is, talcum? My money is that he knows no one named Malcolm in his personal life. And he just had to figure out a way to make it fit. How funny would it be, though, if Malcolm was actually the word that he was trying to rhyme something with? He actually has a friend named Malcolm <laughs> who he always wangos and tangos with. Or at and, least he uh, gets the talcum from. And he's like, how in the hell am I going to name drop Malcolm? What rhymes with Malcolm? He's like, oh, talcum. Of course. Perfect. Mm. Uh, yeah, you look so good, baby. I'm starting to drool all over myself. <laughs> I got the droolin', droolin', get all wet, salivate, salivate. This in uh, what's there what's were kids in the car? This is where you should turn this off. Absolutely, absolutely. This is where it goes from being funny, funny, dirty to just downright creepy. This is where this is where it it just switches right and, here. And by the way, we should be saying the voice that he's using when he is going through this part. Is the sound of a sexual predator. It is just so fucking troubling. It is. Like, if you took away the music and you put it on an answering machine. Especially with the words that are coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the words aren't the only thing coming. No. (laughs) I got salivate late. Salivate late. Salivate late. Got salivate, 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 salivate. (laughs) Heh, heh, heh. I also, uh, there's another version. Salivate late? There's another one where he goes, I got slimy legs, slimy legs, slimy, 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 slimy. He says it over and over again. God, that's so disgusting. It is, yeah. And e- either way, like, in either version, Seth, it's still super I creepy. am not lying to you. When you just said those words, I honestly got You nauseous. burped up a little your Benedict. Again. I had nauseation. <laughs> as soon as you said slime, oh, I can't even say the word. Slimy, yeah. <laughs> and then it ends with the, <laughs> you know, the the, the beavis oh, or the butthead. Disgusting. Uh, yeah. I've got that thing where my 
where I'm salivating, like my body is telling me you're going to throw up. Yes. I'm salivate. What does salivate late mean? I Maybe it's a Michigan thing, man. Maybe they're, uh, you know. I don't know if these lyrics are wrong. Um, got salivate, 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 salivate. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you look so good, baby. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I've been talking about, honey. It's a nice dance. We got a nice dance going here. Now, what you got to do, I'll tell you what you got to do. You got to pretend your face is a Maserati. What in the fuck does that mean? Now, hold on. That's your reaction to this one, right? That's your reaction. And I, I, I know we're both thinking the same thing to a degree, but deep down, I'm, going, I'm saying to myself when he says that is, Ted, you're from Michigan. Why couldn't you have chose a domestic car for his fa- her face Please. to be? Why couldn't it have been something General Motors, man? Why not a Ford? Why does it have to be a Maserati? Now let's get back to... He just turned this woman into a car for head. Do you fuck Maseratis? I, I mean, it, it limit. And do you do you know what a Maserati looks like? It would be uncomfortable having sex in a Maserati. Yeah, yeah. But you got to pretend your face. I I feel dumber for having to try and like pull these lyrics apart because it gets at this point. It seems like he's on like this cocaine fueled. Rampage, but he's not on cocaine. According to him, he's never done a drug. Right. I, it's just you got to pretend your face is a Maserati. It's a Maserati. It's a Maserati. It's a getting hottie, and then it, and then more. I mean, it's getting hottie. It's getting hottie. Ted, that, stop it. Yeah. And is that what he's saying? That is her face has got to be a Maserati because it's got to be hot. Is that what he's saying? It doesn't stop there. He just keeps chanting. It's Maserati, a Maserati, Maserati, Maserati. Heh. It's a fast one too, man. That thing's turbocharged. And then, oh, because he's so I, classy. Go ahead. No, please. Do you want to say it? Yeah. Well. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't want to say it. I, I don't. don't. I don't take any pleasure in reading these lyrics. I don't. You feel like a little fuel injection, honey. Oh. Now, okay. Oh boy. I'll give him points for being clever. But Jesus I fucking won't. Christ! I won't. That's weak, man. That is that is that is incredibly. Even if you're saying, okay, I'm just going to write a song about sexual assault, right? Okay, which is pretty much what we've flat out come to almost right here. Um, a little fuel injection, honey. That's just that's 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 the weakest part of the song by far. I mean, even with the using the rhyme scheme again two times in a song, I don't it's know. just I like it's it. it's terrible. I think I think it's, <laughs> he's going to inject some fuel into her. <laughs> I get what he's saying. Okay, <laughs> but it's honey. and then he says, "I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it." I don't think if you have to explain it, it's not funny. <laughs> like I think we all get what. He's yeah, saying. I mean there there should be a little mystery. Yeah, yeah. I'll check out the hood scoop. <laughs> At this point, it's like. What in the fuck are you even talking it's, about? Well, do you know what a hood scoop is? Maybe not. Okay, a hood scoop. It's, it's. Have you ever seen one of the vehicles, uh, like an old... I mean, this does keep in line with his whole Michigan, you know, Motor City, Madman right. type thing. Right. Uh, they used to put um, these little scoops. They were like air vents in hoods so that the air could flow freely into the turbocharger. 
Right. And you know, okay, yeah, and I, I think that, are. and once again, he's turning that. He's projecting. Oh, that's the mouth. There's a hood scoop, and this is what's gonna, you know, make it go faster. Well, okay, you then know. explain this next line. Okay, go ahead. I gotta get that hood scoop off. <sighs> you yeah, lost okay. me again, Ted. Yeah, I mean it. It does. It doesn't. God, Jesus Christ! I gotta get that hood scoop off. Shine and shine and buff. I gotta buff it up. Buff it up. Buff it up, buff it up, buff it up. Yeah, shiny now, baby. <laughs> okay, so at this point, I don't know what part is what. We, I, I, there was one time that I brought up uh, Turbo Teen. Mm-hmm. Is this like a Turbo Teen thing where she turns from a Maserati into a she's human a transformer? Woman? More than meets the eye. Yeah, I guess. I don't know the buff it up, buff it up, buff it up. This obviously has to be like the uh, wax that ass rap analogy. Maybe the hood scoop is supposed to be your asshole. Um, maybe. But I got to get that hood scoop off. I don't know. This I is mean, the clumsiest group of metaphors I've, I think I've ever seen. Man, listen, Mark, man, you're giving Ted Nugent far too much credit, man. I guess so. I mean, come That's on. True. He's not, it's, we're not talking about, you know, a, a, Percy Blythe Shelley or you know a, a real wordsmith the guy you know hung from a from, from a from a cord in a loincloth playing guitar the guy is it's not Shakespeare you know you're giving him a little bit too much credit well thinking of, I mean I will agree with you it's awful speaking of Shakespeare let's go ahead and bring this bad baby into the third act okay here we go because we got to <laughs> now he has to hydrate if you thought <laughs> if you thought this was too much you're about to get Oh, boy. You've been driving all night long. It's time to put the old Maserati away. Now she's, she's immediately aged. Mm-hmm. She's now an old Maserati. She's, she's no used. good anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just gross. So you look for a garage. You think you see a garage. Now it sounds like a talking head song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this my garage? You think you see a garage? a garage? And then he's like doing the chop hand thing. So you look for a garage and you think you see a garage. Wait a minute. Hey, there's one up ahead. And the damn thing's open. Hello, get in there. What in the fuck is happening, I Seth? think it's one of those rip and dip, I'm loving her and leaving her type situations. I'm done with this Maserati. I mean, shit, it wasn't a domestic anyway. Okay, then explain this. Is my baby alive? That's the That's the real... That, you know, after all that we went through with that long, you know, description of what can happen if you compare a woman to a car, now you're just, now you're checking for a pulse, you know? And that's, that's, that's the, I think that might be the single weirdest thing about this thing. And you know what's sad? What, Mark? She wangoed to death. Fuck me. I'm really sorry. We're going to have to get a whole new kind of car out here, a hearse. (laughs) To wango her away. From Maserati to hearse. Oh, God. She wangoed to death. Uh, can you imagine the, the, the knock on the door from the police? And you answer. And you immediately know that it's Rebecca. You know she was out la- late last night. You know that she was uh, she was talking about going to the, the Ted Nugent concert. Oh. And you thought something scary might happen. You, you, you thought that it might be bad. Yeah. And, and it did. Police officers are standing there with their hats in their hands. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, it's your daughter. It's Rebecca. And the mother says. Cause of death seems to be what Wango. What happened? <laughs> like, well, 
well, ma'am, she wangoed to death. Yes. You know, she was DOA, dead on arrival, wangoed to death. We found her covered in 40 weight. She was left she was, there. It her, was a, her hood scoop was was taken off. She was properly buffed. buffed. She was buffed shiny. Yes. She was found in a garage. We found her but just was, at the steps of the garage. She was DOA. Um, you know, it seemed like her face was a Maserati. Uh, and it seemed for like last it was, night anyway. It was getting hotty. She was fuel injected, if it makes you feel any better. Uh, but the hood scoop was off. Um, you know, we're really sorry to have to deliver this news. And then the parents die of nauseation. I mean, and frustration. Oh God. And the outro, Wango Tango. I'm sorry, the chorus is Wango Tango a bunch of times. Wango Tango. Let's, let's outro, just do it due diligence. Okay. Wango Tango, 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 Wango Tango. Wango Tango, Wango Tango, Wango Tango, Wango Tango, Wango Tango. Tango Tango. There we go. Wango, 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 Tango, 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 Tango. And we're done. And then we're out. Um... I mean, what more can you expect from uh, the song that had uh, the number, uh, I'm sorry, what was it here? Uh, it was listed in the 100 worst guitar solos of all time. Is it really? Yep. I don't think it's that bad. It's pretty bad. I don't think it's that bad. I've it's heard It's probably worse. not that bad, but it's pretty fucking bad. Uh, yeah. I mean. In a world where back then music had to go through a bunch of different ears to be released. Yeah. Uh, it's not like the modern day where anybody can record you know, a song in their in their living room and put it out there. Like this is stuff had to go through some channels. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh the the solo is is pretty bad. Uh it, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was ranked seventh on Guitar World's list oh my of one hundred worst guitar solos. I That's don't think terrible it's that bad, considering but it is bad. considering that there's uh the the man did write some really good guitar parts, man. He did. He did. He he did. did. I mean that I, I mean I'm sure there's people out there, purists that don't like what he did. I just happen to think that there's some stuff that's interesting that you nod your head along to and you enjoy. I do not think that I would, um, you know, like to spend a weekend in the woods with Ted. I don't think I would enjoy that. I wouldn't like to spend two minutes in the same city as Ted Nugent. I, yeah, yeah. Now, I'd, I'd, I, I would have questions for him. I would. You know, like he played with what? Neil Young and shit like yeah, that. I mean, you know, I mean. The thing is, is like, you know, this is the mistake that a lot of people make where they remember the good times in it, you know, directly staring in the face of the predominantly bad times that we're currently in. I don't want to talk to him about even thinking, remembering the fact that he is related to Neil Young. Oh, he's related to. Well, I just mean like related. Musically. Oh, and musically. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want yes. to put Ted Nugent in the same zone but he's not you know it's just but i'd like to think of him as completely separate from all these people he played with because he's just such a piece of trash for for the you know at least throughout the 70s he was kind of his own thing he was now when we got to the 80s you know there were too many people that i think that were just so so many other uh, younger rock musicians that were just too eager to get on board with him you know um but just because he was ted nugent but you know, I mean, knowing that, you know, when he leaves those concerts, he's probably going out and not just wango tangoing, but also, you know, like raping the forests as well of their little furry animals, you know, uh, and, and also going on the news and calling for the death of ex-presidents and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, doing all the horrible things that he normally does. Open mouth gum chewing. Open mouth. Well, you know, I'm sure and then it's all that. taken, you know. And 
again, I don't know that we'll ever do another Ted Nugent song. Our plan now is to not approach a band more than once with there being so many bands in the world and so many bad lyrics in the world or questionable lyrics. Listen, there's a lot. There is a lot of Ted Nugent that belong that, that could to, that has possibilities for this I show. I have to mention one. Go ahead. Because the name is is so close. Yes. Wang Dang Sweet, that sweet Poon Tang. Yes. That's an Which I will just tell you if you've never heard the song and you want to if you're not feeling sick enough already. Um they the, played this on the radio when in the, I was a kid. In the Wikipedia article, it says the song's title is a rhyming and unsubtle reference to the male and female genitalia. The lyrics pay tribute to, quote, a teenage queen, end quote, named Nadine, who is, quote, looking so clean, especially down in between. Yes. Quote. They played this song on the radio when I was a kid. It was... It was actually on the damn radio. I mean, I, I find that shocking, considering that you know they had to like you know uh, when when ZZ Top said shit, I got to have her. You know, they had to bleep that out. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, you know anything Ted says, I guess is good to go. You know, um, I think that about does it for this one. Yeah, man, I I I don't like Ted Nugent. <laughs> I, I don't like him. Ted Nugent, and I mean, but he, there he, are songs. The good thing is that he just doesn't give a shit. There are songs out there by good people that I don't want to listen to at all. And this is a, these there are songs by this horrible, horrible person that's known as Ted Nugent that I enjoyed. And sadly, when they come on, I don't turn off. Um, yeah, because I don't. Fever is still a jam. St- uh, dude, Stranglehold. Stranglehold is a fucking jam. Stranglehold's an incredible and song. And I mean, man. to be honest with you, I'm not very familiar with the lyrics to Stranglehold. Maybe. And I'm scared to look. Yeah, I know. But and the sound of it, that, you know, that bass oh, that drives God, it. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool song. It was innovative. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's got that, like, lurky. It's, it's, it's greasy. And it is murky and <laughs> slow. Um, and I from like thinking of the lyrics from what I know, it probably sounds like it could be pretty like kidnappy. Yeah. Um, Got you in a stranglehold, baby. You yeah. best get out of my way. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. I'm sure it's not wholesome. Oh, sure. I mean, it's Ted Nugent. Nothing. Nothing of his is wholesome. But, but it, it sounds cool. Um, I just yeah. I like it, you know, and I think this is I think this might set a tone for future episodes songs that we probably like music that we might enjoy done by people that are completely horrifically awful. oh there will be some of that and i think that's going to be one of our next ones i hope so i hope so I'm, i, I enjoyed this song, i enjoyed this this one. the next one's gonna hurt you because i know the rolling stones hurt you and we got to take on another big heavyweight we do it's got to happen yeah the rolling stones was the most difficult one i think well so get ready for the beatles <sighs> Because we're gonna have to do run for your life. We gotta put our work in on this. One. We're gonna. Yeah. I mean, we'll. Uh, we talked about trying to knock two out today, but I think we're gonna take our time with this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, the good news is that John Lennon openly just admitted that the song is fucked up. So yeah, we're not t- telling any tales out of school necessarily with this one. But for those who are not initiated and in, in being giant Beatles fans like, like you and we I are, are, yes, um, that you may have never really realized uh, exactly what you were singing along to or what you were listening to. And there is some there is some bad, some some sketchy some shit, sketchy, sketchy shit in this. Song, yeah, so. and I, I do want to stress this. I don't I, I think I'm safe in saying that uh, when we're talking about the Beatles, that's damn near sacred when yeah. it comes to us. So I'm I'm not gonna we're not gonna f around with this one. But you and I 
and I think all four members of the Beatles would have told you that not everything that they did was fantastic. And this song, though it is a great song. It's a good song. It is. It's a good song. Um, But we'll go more into that next week when we come back with that. Seth, I had a blast. So much fun. This one was really great. And and we'll have more like it next week. uh, The Beatles run for your life. So make sure you listen to it. And uh, we will see you then. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>